the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon, everyone. Right now, it is 106. It is Monday. It is March 8th. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of The John DePietro Show is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Hey, call them today. It's still cold out there. 401-351-7600. With J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts, they can install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System. You're saying you have no gas? Guess what? No problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter and it cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., Carrier Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 54 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Both residential and commercial, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro, and I, I fully recognize there are many people that are saying one i didn't watch it i don't care listen it is such a blockbuster story what happened last night with the royals holy cow it is just um it is really really amazing and uh what is going on I'm seeing just some of the latest headlines. Uh, Stone-faced Kate Camilla break covered day after devastating allegations. White House weighs in on it. Uh, Piers Morgan. Meghan and Harry's nauseating two-hour Oprah Winathon was a disgraceful diatribe of cynical race-baiting propaganda designed to damage the queen as her husband lies in hospital and destroy the monarchy. Well, she certainly seemed to want to destroy any chance of Harry ever going back with his family. That's for sure. Uh, Megan accuses her dad, Thomas, of betraying her. Says she can't imagine hurting Archie in the same way as she insists she grew up as an only child. Half-sister Samantha doesn't know her. I'll tell you, she is a manipulator. She is a grifter. Poor Harry. The day that he met her. The four demands Prince Harry and Meghan Markle made to TV networks before their bombshell interview was aired around the world. Um, let's see. The network reportedly offered a rumored 400000 in a bidding war. They instructed broadcasters run the interview in full. The networks were banned from editing a series of ads for the special. Prince Harry and Meghan made a list of non-negotiable rules for their bombshell interview with Oprah. Uh, aired on the U.S. last night, CBS at 8 o'clock. Uh, a couple broke their silence. Wide-ranging topic, racism to the deep rift in Megxit caused by Prince Charles, Prince Harry. Ten, Network 10 secured the rights to the uh, ear the tell-all in Australia. 400000 in a bidding war. Um, so, but boy, she, secondly, the networks were banned from editing a series of ads for the special. Third, demands Network 10 and other channels, they had the interview, can't edit it at all. And the fourth, are only allowed to use approved still images to promote the tell-all. <laughs> Here's another one. Hagen, uh, Harry and Meghan did not secretly marry three days before the royal wedding, says the Daily Mail. Rule state ceremony needs two witnesses must be carried out. Licensed venue. Rest claim that it's BS. It was only the three of them. It was those two and the chaplain. U.S. media seizes on Meghan and Harry interview with some slamming couple as full of bull, manipulative, big time. Others use it to attack palace hypocrisy and call the monarchy oppressive and racist. How disgraceful he do that with his grandfather in the hospital right now. But folks, it is just such a story. Um... Piers Morgan, I think he's he's terrific. I think Piers Morgan is uh, 
is just great. Um, and and him uh, speaking out, and then Oprah last night. Let me play um, some more of the sound. I just found her to be uh, just completely, well, she's an actress. And completely manipulative. How about some of these people like uh, the White House press person? You know, they love to say the word brave. She's brave. There was a great tweet out last night by the guy that used to be on Clay Aiken. Remember him on American Idol? The fastest growing career field in America is victimhood. That is exactly right, as a matter of fact. All right, let's listen to um, a little bit more of last night of Oprah with uh, Harry and Meghan. Here we go. Here we go. No, sadly not. The, the, the feeling is that this was our decision, therefore the consequences are on us. Um, and despite three years of, of, of asking for help and seeing or, or visualizing how this might end, <laughs> it was... I don't know, I just, it was, it's been, it's, look, it's been really hard because I'm trying, I am part of, I'm part of the system with, with them. I always have been, um, but I guess there is, I'm very aware of this, that my brother can't leave that system, but I have. Does your brother want to leave the system? I don't know. I can't speak for him, but with that relationship and that, that that control and the fear by the by the uh, by the UK um, tabloids, it's a really it's a toxic environment. Um, but I will always be there for him. I will always be there for my family. And I, as I said, I've tried to help them to see what has happened. Do they it think it's them. a toxic environment, or do you all just think it's a toxic environment because you're now out of it? Do, if we were to have an interview with them or a conversation with them, does your father think it's a toxic environment or relationship? No, I think he has, he's, he's had to make peace with it. And why couldn't you make peace with it? I'll ask that of both of you. Because it's, this was different. No, it's you know? not. Different because, different because of the race? And social media. And social media. Oh, yes. Right? Different time. That, that different time. That didn't exist. And so it was like the wild, wild west. It was mm-hmm. spread like wildfire. Plus, by being American, it translated in a different way across the pond so you had a noise level that was very different but if they can't see that it's different so you felt bullied on an international level look i think they i think the volume of what was coming in and the interest was greater because of social media because of the fact that i was not just british um and that unfortunately if members of his family say, well, this is what's happened to all of us, or if his, you know, if if they can compare what the experience that I went through was similar to what has been shared with us, Kate was called Weighty Katie, waiting to marry William. While I imagine that was really hard, and I do, I can't picture what that felt like this is not the same and if a member of his family will comfortably say we've all had to deal with things that are rude rude and racist are not the same and equally you've also had a press team that goes on the record to defend you especially when they know something's not true and that didn't happen for us you mentioned earlier harry that you were hurt by the fact that there's been no acknowledgement on the part of your family that this was different because of race Mm -hmm. do you think there ever will be and would that make a difference to you Yeah, it would make a huge difference. Um, you know, as like I said, there's a lot of people that have seen it for what it was. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, like it's talked about across the world. <laughs> Yet the the very people that don't want to see it or can't see it choose not to see it. You know, that was um, Prince Harry. Again, folks, I, I feel terrible for him because she is such a manipulator. Right now, it's one fifteen. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I, um, 
I feel terrible for him because obviously, you know, he, he went through tragedy losing his mother, Diana, and then growing up just him and William without his mother. And somehow this Meghan Markle, this manipulator, this grifter, this drama queen got her hooks into him and has convinced him that she is the modern day Diana. And I think she went into this thinking that she could navigate the British tabloids and she was a an American television actress and kept saying that she didn't read the tabloids and didn't pay attention to it. But she I think she kind of came off like someone that had a nervous breakdown that didn't know how to handle um, the, the bad news and how everything was just exploding around her. So I want to play a little. Can you imagine going and doing this interview and saying that you you actually considered suicide while you were pregnant with that beautiful little boy? I mean, for her to and her playing with the bangs the whole time and the hair, like get it together. Oprah was flawless. All right, here's what it sounded like um, last night. This is the explosive pregnant all around the same time. So we had in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security. It's not going to be given a title. And also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And who who is having that conversation with you? I don't believe that. No, she doesn't what? answer. So, um, she doesn't answer. I don't believe that. There is a conversation. Hold up. Hold up. There's Stop several right now. There are several conversations. There's a conversation that. with you, with Harry, about I don't believe how it. dark your baby is going to be, potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Ooh. I don't In believe those that. When I was pregnant, I don't believe it. I I don't. I, I don't believe her. Let me hear, um, folks, this is how the, the view weighed in on this uh, mental health this morning. Megan Markle was very candid about how much her mental health was impacted during her time at the palace. Take a look. I was really ashamed to say it at the time and ashamed to have to admit it to Harry, especially um, because I know how much loss he suffered. Mm-hmm. But I knew that if I didn't say it, that I would do it. And I, I just didn't, I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And that was a very clear and real and frightening constant thought. I went to the institution and I said that I needed to go somewhere to get help. So that I've never felt this way before and I need to go somewhere. And I was told that I couldn't, that it wouldn't be good for the institution. So Sarah, clearly she was in a, in a really bad place. Uh, what do you think of the response from the palace? When someone comes to you with mental health issues or suicidal thoughts. Hold on, can we stop you the don't ask the- we, we, we don't, this is her version. Which was, by the way, they play this. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. I know this isn't our normal type of show, but it is the story of the world right now. Um, I want to remind people, if you did watch the interview, whoopee, Harry then said he never asked anyone about getting her help. He didn't say it to anyone. So the whole story is not true, but we'll let them continue. Again, it, They take, I can't believe these people like it's true because she said it's true. I don't. I didn't find a believer a believable at all. I found her to be a, del, a delusional, manipulative actress grifter, who just had this moment that she has to be the victim of this whole thing, and it has to be about race. All right. It continue, this is this morning on um, the View. To prove it, you act. Period. It's the only thing you can do with that. So clearly the institution needs a new HR department, but they also need a new PR department because on the heels of all this, the smear campaign of the week when they talked about how the royal household has had a dignity at work policy 
And they're talking about the bullying claims where they smeared Meghan Markle leading up to this uh, interview and that they were going to look into it two years later. Now hearing all that she went on, what went on in real time and how many times she raised her hand and asked for help, absolutely unacceptable. Staying silent as the palace would have been better than what they did last week, honestly. I mean, you know, the thing I, for me is that none of this, not, not, none of this uh, comes as a surprise. Uh, I remember listening to Diana talk and recognizing that they had some issues over there. And I, I thought that they were going to be working on them. And I, I, I am really glad that Harry recognized the potential here and got them out of there. It's not a surprise that, uh, you know, folks in the press were kind of talking about what is the baby going to look like? I did it on this show because I knew that this was going to be a focal point for them. What is this baby going to look like? Because with black women, you're never really sure what our children's skin tones are going to look like. So I just assumed that the baby would be light skin on Monday and dark as me on Friday because that's what happens but I am not so it's not surprising and and I will say there's a lot of racism in the UK there's also a lot of racism here so you know plenty there's no there's no uh, you know there's no shock for this but the the bright side of all of it is that Harry saw and said it is not worth what I know can potentially happen, I'm taking my family out. And to me, yeah. that that is the thing I am I am more interested in talking about because you know Harry has talked about his own issues with trying to, you know, live up to everything. And when someone tells you your whole life you're the spare <laughs> you know, you gotta have a little something something behind that kind of going, wow. But thank God he you know, and again, folks, that is um, this morning on The View, as it is the story. I mean, it's just everywhere. Well, folks, good afternoon. It is a uh, sunny Monday, and uh, I'm very happy for our new governor. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our program, folks, as always, you want to support our different sponsors. And one of them, especially this time of year, you're starting to notice that... Uh, Outside your home, you have some different grass stains and maybe some mildew and maybe some algae and just dirt from the wintertime. Call Bethel Certified Soft Wash today. That's right. Give the, Well, text Jared at 401-617-2585. 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. And same day, free Estimate. You just take a picture. Here's what my house looks like. Here's what my deck looks like. Here's what my building looks like. Here's what my roof looks like. And boom. The website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. But uh, Jared just does um, tremendous, tremendous work. Well, folks, it is the uh, big story. Again, I want to say uh, congratulations. It seemed like it was a nice day yesterday. New Governor McKee. How about the fact Cicilline blew it off? Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline blew off. The McKee inauguration and also Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. Now, keep in mind that she broke tradition. The tradition has been that the outgoing governor attends the inauguration. And she didn't attend that. And the media has given her a free pass on it. Um, But right now, folks, there is good news. Stocks are soaring. The spread of the pandemic. Slowest spread since it started a year ago. But the big story, of course, is a couple big stories. One is that I like the fact that in New York, that the Democrats, they're really starting to turn on Andrew Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, who, by all accounts, you know, this is a guy who is, I I also understand now why last spring, when he was getting a lot of press, he was getting a lot of press last spring. Bring. A lot of people in New York were like, no, he's a jerk. No, don't believe it. It's just him with the hype. No, that's not what it is. And they were right. I mean, there was a time and the amount of attention he was getting and the positive press he was getting 
was uh, was incre- as I as I've said in the past, they they were saying that he should be the top of the ticket. There were people that were saying he should be the top of the ticket, not Biden. He should be the president, not Biden. There were people that that they were demanding that, and then we find out. I mean, the guy is just like a total creep. Obviously, um, let me just see some of the other headlines. Now, the the vaccination thing is still a problem. Vaccination situation is still a problem because now we still remain. Here it is. Today is Monday. It is it's March eighth, and next Wednesday is St. Patrick's Day. This Sunday is Daylight Savings. Uh, next Saturday is the beginning of spring. And this week, it's actually be a mild week. But right now, there's a lot of people that want to get the vaccine. But the vaccine is, there's not enough of the vaccine. So that is definitely a problem. But as far as uh, Governor McKee, it's also expected this week that he is going to announce his new uh, choice for lieutenant governor. And folks, also, I want to mention right now at 126 on this Monday that the CDC, Center for Disease Control, this is new today, vaccinated people can gather with those at low risk without masks, but should still cover their faces in public. I repeat that this is new. The CDC is saying, so if you're vaccinated, let's just say you're going to have some family over to your home and you invite 10 people. If everybody was vaccinated, they're saying you don't have to have masks. Now, I think um, people are not considered fully vaccinated to two weeks after receiving the last dose. But this is a big thing. The, the, the vaccine is working. The numbers are going way down, which is, you know, terrific. It's going in the right direction, just put it mildly. And now the biggest thing is they have to really crank up and get the vaccine out. Like many of you. I mean, I'd like, I'm anxious to get it. Um, and then that's why I, I do believe that April, May, and June are going to be fantastic months. This has been tough. It has been. But it does seem as though the end is in sight. By the way, that doesn't mean that you don't want to stay healthy. And I really encourage you. Now, right now, wherever you are, maybe you're in the car. It's 128 on this Monday. And you're listening to the 99.9 FM or AM 1380. You have stumbled upon. It is I, it is Juan, the chosen one, the John DePietro show. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2 right here. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. I highly recommend when you get a chance to pick up a bottle, the delicious, incredible Akai Berry. It, it really makes a difference in your life. It keeps you nice and healthy. Now, it's spelled A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, Akai Berry, this incredible antioxidant. You can pick up a bottle at Dave's in East Greenwich or at It's My Health in Cumberland. Akai Berry, just one ounce per day. Packed with amazing antioxidant, great power, replenishes your body, keeps you free from disease. Akai Berry. Pick up a bottle today. You're going to love it. Uh, Akai Berry. And again, you can pick up a bottle at It's My Health in Cumberland or at Dave's in East Greenwich. So, folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. But I was happy. It was a cold day yesterday. Uh, but now it is Governor McKee, and he'll slowly, um, you know, get himself acclimated. Coming up now, remember, they, they're going to show this interview of Oprah. That's going to be shown tonight at 9 o'clock in the UK. And already the tabloids are already just like exploding over the whole thing. I can only imagine what it's going to be like. Um yeah, so just read, you know, but she was wrong on a number of things. Archie not snubbed a royal title by Palace, despite her claim. See, it had nothing to do with racism. I really like Piers Morgan. Uh, you remember, he replaced Larry King. He's still very popular in the UK. He was on Fox and Friends this morning, and I want to play. This was uh, Piers Morgan, who I thought was uh, great. I didn't like it. 
I thought it was two hours of disingenuous, horrible, one-sided, self-serving, delusional claptrap. What do you believe is false? Do you? I, I, I assume you didn't agree with it. Do you think she is she telling the truth? Because we're not going to hear from the Queen, probably. Probably. She gave me a weather report. Honestly, I think it was the acting performance of her life. Yep. It was designed to portray her the ultimate victim. She even at one stage says that being imprisoned in a palace was somehow similar to what people are experiencing in the pandemic lockdown. Well, tell that to people living at the top of high-rise buildings with three kids trying to homeschool them with no job to pay for their food on the table. Uh, it was utterly ridiculous from start to finish. But Meghan Markle, I expect this from. I think she's played us in the UK and the royal family as a bunch of mugs. I think she'll emerge as a heroine to the liberal crowd in America today uh, with the narrative of being a poor, vulnerable, massively misunderstood, uh, biracial victim of a white racist monarchy and royal family. Uh, but the inferences in this interview, that the, the royal family is harboring racists, and in particular, the one of them may be the queen, because Meghan Markle lies, frankly, there's another word for it. She says that the baby, Archie, will not be a prince because they want to change the rules to stop him becoming a prince because of his skin color. It is an absolutely outrageous lie. And the only person that decides titles like princes is the queen. So she is directly inferring the queen is a racist, changing the rules because her son is from a biracial uh, mother and father. It is utterly extraordinary. And you think this is happening at a time when Prince Philip is lying seriously ill in hospital in his fourth week of hospital treatment, aged 99 years old. I, I expect this from Meghan Markle, but what is Prince Harry thinking? It is a dereliction of all loyalty to his country. So wow, that was really, really strong. Good for Piers Morgan. Folks, unbelievable. Good afternoon. It's 1.33. It's John DiPietro. Let me hear a little bit. I want to play a little bit more for you. This is uh, Meghan Markle. Last night with, uh, with Oprah. In those months when I was pregnant, all around this same time, so we have in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security, he's not going to be given a title, and also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. I don't believe that. She's obsessed what? about the title. And... Obsessed who, about it. Who is having that conversation <laughs> with you? Never named anyone. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. What? Nope. No. So, um. She's a liar. She's a conniver. There's a conversation. Hold up. Hold up. There's Stop several right now. There's several conversations. I don't believe There's a conversation. It. Nope. With you? They Harry, never named anyone. About how dark your baby is going no, to be? No, I don't believe that. Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Potentially. I don't believe that. In those months when and I was... And by the way, she they never named anyone. Harry said, nope, nope, not going to name anyone. Nope, nope, not going to name anyone of who said that. I don't believe it happened. I do not believe that that happened. I don't. Folks, good afternoon. It's Shonda Petro. Let me... um Hold on, did I play that? Let me play a little bit more we got that one of course she was going on i mean that was obviously a big bombshell to drop megan and harry this is the hollywood reporter gave an interview that the people are going to talk about for years to come uh sat down remarkably candid emotional revealing at times powerful interview and days leading up the crown's publicity machine went into offense mode portraying bullying boss superficial magpie Don Daring's gifted to her by the Saudi prince who killed that journalist. Um, set in a lush but tended garden belonging to, quote, a friend of Oprah. Meghan and Harry gave Winfrey the kind of an interview that we talked about for years to come. A visibly pregnant Meghan wore a black dress. Winfrey, a uh, pastel pink sweater. Two-hour interview kind of California casualness. That belied the many upsetting emotional revelations to follow. Focused on Megan in its first half, featuring the couple in its second. Conversation came just shy of scorched earth. I, I did not 
I didn't find her likable in any way. Poor Harry, folks. He is being manipulated. I love the New York Post thing. And and by the way, she was um, the New York Post. Archie not stubbed a royal title by Palace despite her claim. She was still pregnant. She was told her son wouldn't have a royal title. They wouldn't be entitled to security. She appeared to agree because of race. Now, under protocol established, Archie does not have the automatic right to the title of prince because at the time of his birth, he was the great-grandchild of a sovereign, not a grandchild. Only children and grandchildren of sovereign have that right. Archie will only be entitled to those titles when Prince Charles takes the throne. However, under the declaration, Prince George, the eldest son, had the birthright of the prince title because he's in direct line of succession to the throne, meaning William's son. Ahead of George's birth, the queen issued letters to ensure the children of the duke and duchess would have the titles of prince and princess. But while they are children of the future, Archie is not. His father, Harry, is sixth in line to the throne. And his chance of ascending will become even less likely if William and Kate have more children. And once George, Charlotte, and Louis have kids of their own. So a big part of this, to me, seems to be Meghan Markle is just upset that she will never get to be the queen. And in essence, Harry will never be king. Let me hear a little bit. Let me play a little bit more of... um, Oprah last night with Megan and Harry. You had to do that because you felt we were not supporting you. No, sadly not. The 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 feeling is that this was our decision. Therefore, the consequences are on us. Um, and despite three years of, of of asking for help and seeing or or visualizing how this might end. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't know, I just, it was, it's been, it's, look, it's been really hard because I'm trying, I am part of, I'm part of the system with, with them. I always have been, um, but I guess there is, I'm very aware of this, that my brother can't leave that system, but I have. Does your brother want to leave the system? I don't know. I can't speak for him, but... With that relationship and that, that that control and the fear by the by the uh, by the UK um, tabloids, it's a really it's a toxic environment. Um, but I will always be there for him. I will always be there for my family. And I, as I said, I've tried to help them to see what has happened. Do they think it's them. a toxic environment, or do you all just think it's a toxic environment because you're now out of it? Do, if we were to have an interview with them or a conversation with them, does your father think it's a toxic environment or relationship? No, but he he's, he's had to make peace with it. And why couldn't you make peace with it? I'll ask that of both of you. Because it's, this was different. You know, different because different because of the race and social media and social media. Oh yes, right. That, Always the, the victim. That didn't exist. And Always so it was the like victim. The wild, wild west. It was spread like wildfire. Plus, by being American, it translated Always in a different way across the pond. Victimhood. So you had a noise level that uh, was very different. But if God. they can't see that it's different, so everyone victimizes on level. Alice. But I think they. The press. I think the volume that was coming in and the interest never was greater because of social media, because of the fact that I was not just British, oh. um, and that unfortunately, oh, members of his family say, "Well, this is what's happened to all of us," or if his, you know, if if they can compare what. The experience that I went through was similar oh, to what God. has been shared with us. Kate was called Waity Katie, waiting to marry. Don't, don't worry about her, honey. All right? Well, All right, you grifter. Poor Harry. Folks, I mean, right now it's 140. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 um, 99. FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I love this. Megan McCain. Megan McCain says, oh, I can relate to her. No, no, you can't. Only Megan McCain says she and Megan Markle, both uh, Megan Markle 
are both victims of leaked stories meant to hurt your reputation. Only she would compare us. I am so sick of hearing about Meghan McCain. All really just cashing in on who the father was. I'm so tired of hearing about Meghan McCain. Folks, but this interview last night, it all started really in the beginning about she did not Google Harry. She claims that when they met, oh, no, I didn't, I didn't know anything about him. I didn't go, no, never Googled him or anything like that. No one believes that. No one believes that she did not, you know, Google him to find out more about him. To, and yet she said it last night. No, no, didn't know anything about it. Yet when she had to Google to learn how to curtsy when she, supposedly, when she, you know, met the queen. Hmm. Wow, what an explosive interview for Oprah. Huge numbers. Huge numbers. And by the way, very good for CBS. Good for television. When's the last time? When is the last time there was something on... For two hours that people were talking about all over the world. They were not. Now, I get it. I've already seen these people. Um, I don't care. I don't want. Listen, it's interesting. You want to watch good television? You want to watch good television? Watch The Crown on Netflix. It's fantastic. Let me. Uh, I want to go back to this is. Some of the sound of uh, last night. Poor Harry, though. I really feel for him and the brother. It was a large. It was a large part of it. I remember that um, the uh, the Santa Bali uh, fundraiser. Yes. Um, one of the people at that at that dinner said to me, "Please don't, please don't do this with with the media. They will they will destroy your life." This person is friends with a lot of the editors and. and other. I said, sorry, just elaborate, what do you mean by that? Obviously, I knew. He said, you need to understand that the UK is very bigoted. And I stopped and I said, the UK is not bigoted. The UK press is bigoted, specifically the tabloids. Is that what you mean? He goes, no, the UK is bigoted. And I said, I I completely disagree. But unfortunately, if the source of information is inherently corrupt or, or racist or biased, then that filters out to the rest of society. I think that's so interesting for people to hear, guys, about how closely the tabloids work together with people in the palace who are feeding stories and they all actually feed off each other. It's very incestuous about the narrative that they can paint on anyone should they choose to do so. They need each other, the monarchy being afraid that if they lose the support of the public, they could go away themselves. That's right. And and I don't think people here fully appreciate the degree and the extremes to which Meghan was was covered in in England. I mean, it it was vicious. Yeah, the negativity. Vicious is the word. What a missed opportunity. I I mean, the Commonwealth is is, is 60 to 70 percent people of color. Britain is a multicultural country. What a missed opportunity. I think a lot of people... And what was accomplished by her leaving? Why not stay and solve the problem? All right, here is a... um, Another piece of last night, Oprah with uh, Harry and Meghan. Institution to my father. Here we go. That announcement that we put out on the 8th of January in 2020, that was, the contents of that was put into a letter to the institution, to my father, which was then shared at the end of December while we were in Canada. And to then get back on the 6th, after my grandmother had said, the moment you land, come up to... We Sa- asked we could go come, to yeah, see come, come up to Sandringham. We'd love to have a, have a chat. Come for tea. And why don't you stay for dinner? Because this could be a long drive. You're going to be exhausted. She wants to see the night. Wonderful. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. The moment we landed in the UK, I got a message from my private secretary, Fiona, at the time. Uh, private secretary is sort of like a CEO. interrupting yeah. him. A message from the Queen's private secretary basically saying, please pass on to the Duke and Duchess of Sussex that he cannot come to Norfolk. The Queen is busy. She's busy all week. After she just invited you? Yeah. She just invited me. The Queen's busy. She's busy all week. Do not come up here. Okay. So I rang her from Frogmore um, that night and said, I was thinking about coming anyway, but I hear you're now busy. And, and she said, yes, yeah, so there's something in my diary that I didn't know that I had. And I said, well, what about the rest of the week? She goes, well, that's busy now as well. 
okay, I didn't want to push because I kind of knew what was going on. And and then they, later that night... But doesn't the Queen get to do... I mean, doesn't the Queen get to do what the Queen wants to do? Hmm. You know, when you're head of the firm, there is people around you that give you advice. Okay. And what has also made me really sad is some of that advice has been really bad. Wow. Yeah, that was tough. You know, it's the type of thing when someone says, I'm busy. And oh, by the way, I'm busy all week. That's yeah. a big sign. Well, but when it's your mother, that's... Yeah, when, it, it's, when it's your grandmother. No, it's the grandmother, idiot. Can't even keep that straight. It was the grandmother. Uh, now, Oprah, folks, and again, good afternoon at 146. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I found this a nice break from all the COVID talk, all the political talk. This is Oprah on this morning with her friend Gail King. You know, I never watched the CBS morning show until this morning. But this is Oprah talking about, see, the big, the real bombshell here, other than the fact that this Meghan Markle claims. Can you imagine announcing she thought of committing suicide as she was five months pregnant with baby Archie? But claimed there was a conversation that someone had about skin tone and what the little child would look like. Because with Meghan Markle, her father is white and then the mother is black. So this is uh, Oprah talking to Gail King. On camera and off. This morning. Let's talk about, about, wait, the jaw-dropping moment, the first one, about the color of the baby's skin. And you you asked Mm -hmm. Harry about it when he came out. He did not tell you who it was. Do you, did you all have another conversation about it? Because that was something that, there's a big guessing game all around the world. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? And yeah. I thought it was very touching that Harry still is choosing to protect the identity of whoever that was. Why? Yes, and he did not share the identity with me, but he wanted to make sure that I knew, and if I had an opportunity to share it, that it was not his grandmother mother, nor his grandfather that were a part of those conversations. Why didn't he say that? That it was not his grandmother and Prince Philip, he said? No. Yeah, was not his grandfather. Neither his grand, grand, grandmother nor not. grandfather were part of those no. conversations. He Fill did not tell me Fill who were a part of those conversations. Right. As you can see, I tried to get that answer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was um, that was the big bombshell, and then they didn't they didn't deliver on it. They did not deliver on that part. I thought the first hour of just her alone. Boy, what a um, what an interview last. I mean, again, um, let me play a little bit more of that. This was a, a Oprah just talking to this Meghan Markle. So picture, we're going to do things in a different way. All right. Well, that's not. That's not very good audio. It's better audio. Good for Oprah, though. That was a beautiful setting. Um, this is where she talked a little bit about her past. Book about. Here we go. Hold on. I'm sorry. Folks, bear with me. Here we go. I think it would be very... And Samantha Markle, your half-sister on your father's side, mm-hmm. has written a, a supposedly tell-all book mm-hmm. about you. What is, what is your relationship with her? I think it would be very hard to tell all when you don't know me um and i i mean it's this is a very different situation than my dad right when you talk about betrayal betrayal comes from someone that you have a relationship with right i i don't feel comfortable talking about people that i really don't know but um i grew up as an only child which everyone who grew up around me knows and i wished i had siblings I would have loved to have had siblings. That's why I'm so excited to be pregnant, that Archie has someone. It was really interesting to, I mean, the last time I saw her must have been at least 18, 19 years ago. And before that, 10 years before that. Um, so you all weren't close. You didn't grow up together. No. She doesn't no. really know you. No, she changed her last name back to Markle in, I think she was in her early 50s at that time. Only when I started dating Harry. Hmm. So I think that says enough. You know, that is, again, I mean, that, that would be very difficult with what, 
in trying to put up with the whole thing. Let me play just a little bit more sound. I'm seeing kind of a uh, montage of last night. It's a lie. Here we go. He won't be given security. He's not going to be given a title. And also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. They were willing to lie to protect other members of the family, but they weren't willing to tell the truth to protect me and my husband. I just didn't want to be alive anymore. Were you silent or were you silenced? The latter. Right, there you have it. Meghan and Harry's interview with Oprah. Stuart Nigel Barney. Farage joins us. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Nigel, the Brits are really furious about this. Oh, yeah. Have at it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, you know, Fox, of course, covered the royal wedding um, a few years ago when it took place. I was there helping. It was a fairy tale wedding. Meghan was welcomed with open arms, not just by the royal family, not just by the British media, but by the British public. There was no question about that. And, you know, she was going around the country. People were cheering. We love you. The criticism started when Harry and Meghan started lecturing all of us about climate change and carbon emissions and yet were flying around the world in private jets and they seemed to think they were somehow above all forms of criticism and you have to ask yourself a question why was oprah winfrey at their wedding given that any ever met briefly once before and frankly if i'm honest with you i think she planned from the start to use the princess title as a means of making it big in Hollywood. And everything I saw last night confirmed that. And we are absolutely furious that our royal family, after 70 years of going around the world, supporting a commonwealth with over 2 billion people in it, most of whom are Asian or black, the, the inference that our royal family is somehow racist is making people very, very angry indeed. Wow, that is really good. Excellent. Stuart Varney and his uh, guest this morning, Nigel. That is excellent, as a matter of fact. Well, folks, right now at 1.53, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this sunny Monday. Again, folks, it's going to be a uh, nice week. Thursday is the next COVID briefing with Governor McKee, who did have his big official ceremony yesterday. But today, nice sunshine. And then all week, I'm looking, how about on Friday, we could actually see... 60 degrees and in the 50s this week. I'm so glad for the the uh, the students, the athletes, I should say, everyone that wants to be outside. It has been a uh, difficult time, but I'm glad for all the spring sports. Plus, they, they're going to have high school football and uh, never mind the kids that want to play baseball or anything outside. Uh, certainly would seem that that things are uh, looking up. Hey, folks, I want to remind you about Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Now, you can find them on Facebook. They have the purple and yellow Facebook page, Brothers Disposal. Call Roland. couple different things here. Now, number one. They offer weekly trash collection services for your business. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Or let's just say you're having a household construction project done, household construction project, and you want a dumpster outside, call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517, and they will deliver it right to your home or business. Brothers Disposal, 401 688 0517. You can depend on Brothers Disposal. Now, right now at 154 on this Monday. So that is uh that is big. And folks, something else that we, we need to watch is the debate about uh voting and certain changes they're trying to make in Congress. Uh I've been pretty vocal, and you can read the story on the website depetro.com. We really need to uh take action against all this business about uh, the fact that they want all these mail ballots. Now, also on the website, you can see the story, Antifa growing in Providence. And also Congressman Cicilline boycotted the McKee swearing in. Nellie Gorbia promises the end of the Rhode Island GOP. A lot more. All you have to do is log on at the website, and that is depetro.com. D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, the official website of Unahu, and get in touch with me that way. I also want to remind you, at the website, by the way, 
Folks, you want to make sure that you're safe, you and your family. You can have a direct link to um, Surplus Provisions. Now, they're located Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Stop it and see them. Look for them on Facebook. But they have body armor and ammo and pepper spray and food storage. Look for them on Facebook. Tanya and Frank, Surplus Provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Look for them on Facebook. But again, they have everything you need to make sure that you are protected. So without question, that is the Oprah. (laughs) Few things live up to the hype. Few things live up to the hype that that has lived up to. And also, you know, like many of you, when I first heard about it, I didn't have any interest in watching it. And then I saw a little bit more about it. And then you saw it was two hours, and I, I admit, I kind of got sucked in. And then once you started watching it, the first hour was just uh, very, very powerful. And I just don't, when's the last time that there was something like this that really had this type of effect and around the world, around the world it did. And they're still they're they're not gonna watch it until until nine o'clock uh, our t- uh, nine o'clock their time nine o'clock their time which is going to be three o'clock um, three o'clock our time so it hasn't even been shown yet in the UK but that first hour and again folks like like many of you I just feel. Um, you just feel terrible. I mean, this this Meghan Markle, I think that last audio that I just played, where this, she views him as her ticket to make it into Hollywood. That's really what this whole thing was about. And then when she couldn't control the press and she didn't like the headlines, that's when she suddenly started making, I believe, about race. But this is one more a quick clip of uh, last night. Let me uh, just play a little His bit. skin might be when he's born. What? And who, who is having that conversation hmm. with you? They never said. What? So, um... There is a conversation. Hold up. Hold up. There's Stop right now. There's, There's a conversation with you. With Harry. About how dark your baby is going to be. Now, again, that you were waiting for Harry to come out and name names. And then he joined them. And it never happened. So, all right. Well, listen, folks. It's a sunny Monday. The weather's actually going to be nice this week. It's John DePietro. You've been listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, if you would like to get a hold of me, please visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You can read some of the different stories we have and a lot more. Listen, enjoy this Monday. We're going to break for the 2 o'clock news, and then the John Dion program is going to come your way. But we're back tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Right here, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to thank JR. Listen, enjoy this sunny Monday. The weather's getting milder and uh, the vaccine is becoming more readily available. Enjoy this uh, Monday. Again, go to the website if you need to get in touch with me. In the meantime, stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. Enjoy your Monday. WNRI, Winsocket. WNRI.